This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Wilson has all day here. Now he's going to take a deep shot. Sutton in the end zone. And Cortland Sutton makes the catch for a touchdown. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Catalan. Catalan. With the call this past weekend on CBS. Uh, it's like the, the, the Cortland Sutton touchdowns is like the uh, I think the Aaron the Aaron Paul Breaking Bad meme. Like he can't keep getting away with this. Like Cortland's on like every week is like right. three catches, 70 yards, two touchdowns in like insane fashion. He's been he's been absolutely awesome. One of the reasons why the Broncos find themselves in the thick of the AFC playoff race despite a brutal start to the season, they travel to Detroit coming up on Saturday night to take on the Lions. Connor Allen from uh, Betsperts and 4 for 4 going to join us in just a second and give us his thoughts on that game and the rest of his prop bets and bets for Week 15 in the NFL. I want to remind our live audience, 20 minutes from now, the legend... Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, former NFL and college football head coach. Herm Edwards stops by the show in 20 minutes. Also next hour, Ken and I will get back to NFL awards. We'll finish up the conversation on offensive player of the year and then turn our attention to defensive coach and comeback player of the year. All our bets for tonight coming up in the final hour, power hour of the show. But joining us right now, the aforementioned Connor Allen, who does an awesome job for our friends at 4 for 4 and Betsperts, and his NFL betting podcast is Move the Line, featuring uh, You Better You Bet friends of the show, John Daigle, who like television superstar John Daigle, and we love our guy Ryan Noonan, also Jeez Louise, we love ourselves some Ryan Noonan. Connor is on Twitter, at Connor Allen NFL. Connor, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy week 15 in the NFL. Yeah, what a week. I mean, I'm sandwiched between, uh, you know, Baldy and Herm Edwards. I mean, this is a little bit better than getting, you know, sandwiched between Kanish. You know, that's uh, that's good, getting him out of there. So, no, I appreciate you guys having me on. No better week to talk some ball. There's a little, little wager tamen. Here's Herm Edwards. Here's here's Connor Allen. Somehow somehow it's allowed on the same show, which means it's a great show. Uh, we'll do we'll do Saturday night, Denver, Detroit. We played that court and sudden uh, highlight, obviously, Connor. Just real quick, and I you may not have any bets on tonight's game. You may think this is the worst betting opportunity of a game ever. It's worth noting, just for our live audience, the over got bet pretty aggressively about 20 minutes ago, and then there was immediate buyback on the under when that happened. So there's definitely some competing forces. Like, it's going to be a really high-scoring game. Are you nuts? Uh, We've settled on 35, so about a half point more than we were uh, about 30 minutes ago. So, Connor, Raiders 3, 35, no Jacobs, no Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams less than 100%. Any betting thoughts here before we move on to the stuff that, that I know you really like? 
Gosh, I, I'm I'm monitoring this Josh Palmer line. So some people like his over, but the issue is he's gonna be on like a snap count. And like when asked about it earlier in the week, Brandon Staley was like, "Uh, yeah, I, he'll be out there, but I don't know how much he's gonna play." So you know, I think that with Easton Sticks average up the target being like ten last week, he can probably still get there. So that's kind of the only thing holding me back from taking it under there. But I mean, you could take. I think you can pretty basically talk yourself into basically anything in this game because I don't think anyone knows really. There are no trends, no quarterbacks. Half the teams are out on both sides. So for me, it's just basically a big stay away unless we get some late lines popping here. Maybe some Zamir White props if anyone those open up. I like how Connor's like, Connor's like, hey, like we don't know what's going to happen here. I have no bets. And Ken and I are like, we don't know what's going to happen here. Here's here's yeah. fourteen bets here's coming up. Dozens the, of bets coming yeah. up at the end of the show. <laughs> let's let's uh, get crazy. <laughs> let's get hashtag, let, let's get crazy. Uh, Connor, let's turn our attention to Saturday's late now, and uh, let's go to the Broncos game. Right, Cortland Sutton, Russell Wilson, and the Broncos visiting the Lions. Detroit, a four and a half point home favorite. The total in the game is forty seven and a half. How are you betting Denver and Detroit on Saturday night? Yeah, this this has moved against me a little bit here, but I'm I like Denver here at plus four and a half. I think that this is an interesting spot here for the Broncos. I, the big storyline here is Detroit defense since they're by bottom five in EPA, bottom five in explosive pass rate, basically any advanced statistic category here, they're really struggling in. And you know, I, I don't really see that changing here. This Denver offense, they haven't been amazing, but they've been continuing to improve and they've been competent in a lot of areas, basically just dink and dunk. And then a couple of deep shots we talked about in the broadcast there, the uh, Corlin Sutton bombs have been basically routine at this point. Um, maybe they don't keep up, but I think that this is a great spot for it to keep happening here against the Detroit defense that's struggling. On the other side, Detroit or Denver's playing really well defensively as well. Their EPA per play is strong because they have a lot of turnovers, a lot of touchdowns. Uh, and so I think in this spot here, even if you exclude those factors, 10th, 10th in pressure rate, 13th in yards per pass attempt allowed so far this season. So give me Denver plus four and a half. Connor, let's talk about the, the Cowboys-Bills game. We thought early in the week maybe like a, a bad weather game. Now it's kind of like ambiguous about what the conditions are going to be like. I know you've come on before. I think it was the Dallas-Seattle game, and you were like, I know everybody likes Dak, but I'm betting the unders. I was basically like, get out. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to be on anymore. That's not true. We need you on because we had we had we have till 454 for this segment. Uh, anything with Cowboys and Bills? Are we are we in on Dak? Can we finally like do the handshake emoji on this? What about uh, what about anything in Dallas and Buffalo? Yeah, that was super sad because Dak had like 200 <laughs> yards in the first half and like 80 yards yeah. in the second half. So I saw like there was a glimpse of light for me to still hit that under on like 280 or something like that. And then uh, it was like the last few plays he threw for like 20 yards. But anyways, I think Dak in this game has a great, great chance to like go off. Pass attempts here, only like 36 and a half. I think is super low. Their pass rate over expectation has been really high. But I like Dallas's team total here. This Buffalo defense since week five, since they started having some injuries, 22nd in success rate, like bottom 10 in a lot of other metrics. And I think that that's fluky. Like they were playing against a lot of bad teams during this stretch as well. Now we're getting a spot here against Dallas who's been red hot. The one thing that Buffalo hasn't been doing really well is getting pressure. Dallas against pressure right now. Dak Prescott leads the league in yards per attempt against pressure. Really high completion rate, still like 64%. So I'm not really worried about that at all. I think they passed the ball a ton here with a ton of success. So I like Dallas team total over 24 and a half as well here. Uh, you can probably sell yourself on the game total over, but I have just a little more confidence in Dallas side. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a Thursday, getting bets for Week 15 in the NFL with our friend Connor Allen from 4 for 4 and Betsperts. He's on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL. Uh, Tommy DeVito going to light up the scoreboard on Sunday in the Big Easy. What are your bets here for the Giants and the Saints, side or total? 
No, I, so I like the under here in this spot here, but a lot of this has to do with the Saints, not really as much to do with the Giants. I mean, this Saints team, 14 first downs last week against Carolina, it was 14 to 6 until six minutes left in the game. Like, I think that final score was really misleading into what actually happened here. They were playing terribly. Uh, Derek Carr just checking the ball down, turns the ball over. His whole team hates him. Like, you know, it's it's just crazy to me that like this team is is viewed as like a somewhat functional offense, not playing against a Giants team that blitzes a ton. Uh, I think it's just going to wreak havoc on a guy like Derek Carr. So I don't. Ex- I have very low expectations for the Saints, but I also think that the Saints' defense, uh, you know, allowing opposing passers to complete just 57% of their passes, 6.3 yards per attempt. So I think it's going to be a little bit tougher sliding for Devito. I think the Saints are going to have plenty of struggles as well. So I like the under at 39 and a half. And I got the market has moved against me here, open to like 36 and a half, 37. Now bet up to this, but I think it's just too high at this point at 39 and a half. Uh, Packers three and a half total, 42, 42 and a half against Tampa Bay. Uh, what do we like in this game? Yeah, I like the over in this spot here. I think it's a good spot for Green Bay to get back on track. I, it was a slight blip, you know, for them against, uh, you know, in their, in their last week here. They were trying to kind of counteract a lot of the blitzes there. But I think that they're going to push the ball downfield against this Tampa Bay team. 28th in pass EPA per play, 31st in explosive pass rate allowed. Uh, on another side, I think the Tampa Bay should have some success again on the ground against Green Bay, who really struggled against that. Uh, and Green Bay also doesn't really get pressure. So I think in a variety of spots uh, here, we can see some success from Baker Mayfield. We see Jordan Love go back to what we saw the, the past couple of weeks, which is him pushing the ball downfield, being a little more aggressive, even without Christian Watson. I think that they'll, they'll have some success pushing the ball downfield more in this spot. And Christian Watson, uh, second consecutive DMP today on Thursday. I feel like very unlikely we'll see him on Sunday, which is just yep. like, here we go again. Uh, Connor, you got a couple of minutes here. We got some runway. The rest of your bets, please. The stuff that you like for our listeners and viewers. Week 15 in the NFL. Yeah, I played a fun one here. Well, I think it's fun. Desmond Ritter under 191 and a half passing yards. Um, I think in this spot, this Panthers defense since week seven, they've been playing really well. Allowed just 162 passing yards per game. Only one quarterback has cleared 190 passing yards despite playing against CJ Stroud, despite playing against Dak Prescott, who both threw for 140 and 189. Um, and so I think in this spot here, um, you know, we're really going to see the Falcons run the ball a ton. And we saw them in week one, 10-10 entering the fourth quarter. Ritter finished with just 115 passing yards, 21 pass attempts. So I think even if the Falcons do fall behind, I expect them to lean on the run. But, I mean, they're three-point favorites, low-scoring game here. The Panthers run the ball a ton. So I think that's a good look on the under. And then a couple other ones I can just fire off here. Um, Jalen Hurts, over 21 and a half completions. His splits against zone coverage is really strong, 70% completion rate. Seahawks run the highest rate of zone in the league. So I think that we see a lot of completions there. Kyler, over five and a half rushing attempts is pretty interesting. Running a bunch in San Francisco allows a decent amount of running. Uh, so I see him getting going with his legs here. And then Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, unders potentially. Uh, I don't think he's very good. And this is a very tough matchup, even though the um, Chiefs are pretty big favorites in this spot. I don't think that we're going to see Clyde edwards Lair very much success and wouldn't surprise, surprise me to see them go away from him at some point as well. Just He looked all right last week, but I don't know. This is a really, really tough matchup with, with New England here. So, yeah, that's about it on my card that I still have looking at right now. Connor, let's just do MVP here for like a minute, 90 seconds to close. I feel like this is just, I'm going to ask everybody about MVP today, but it is, it's really interesting. And yeah, you know, I can frame the question a bunch of ways. Like I, I know typically this is not a market that you bet into, but that obviously you can have thoughts on. Like, I think everybody kind of has an opinion on Brock Purdy, has an opinion on Dak, thinks like, can Josh Allen get back into this thing if they win all the games? Like, can this get really tight? What if Tyreek goes over 2000 yards? Maybe that's less likely now with the injury. Just any thoughts you have on the MVP market where Dak and Brock Purdy, the two big favorites right now, both less than two to one to win most valuable player. We have about a minute, 90 seconds left for this. 
Yeah, there's still a lot of very pivotal games that need to be played. So I think that's kind of the key here is because you have Dak down the stretch playing against, you know, a couple of very tough opponents here. So like he almost not has to win out, but he kind of has to win the majority of the games here, I think, to really have a chance because are you really going to award the MVP to a guy who didn't even win his own division and like lost a couple down the stretch? I don't know. I think there's counter arguments there. Brock Purdy, the key for me is this Baltimore game against uh, San Francisco in a couple weeks here because I think if Baltimore – wins out and wins that game you can make a very good case for lamar jackson to win mvp uh as well and so like i think that those three in my mind are pretty locked in but i think lamar kind of has outside chance that's like not so outside if he goes plays against san francisco and just like balls out and wins but uh, i think that would probably be my take on on the mvp spot here it was very nice of connor by the way to not mention the facts that in the fantasy league i always bring up where connor did not make the playoffs embarrassing for him uh i got I got bounced in the first rounds of the postseason in, in that league, which is which is no fun. Shout out to Jalen Hurts and Tyree Kill. Fun when your two best players score like a combined two points on a week in fantasy football in the postseason. So appreciate that. Very nice of my guy Connor Allen, who is on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL four for four bets, Burts, and the Move the Line podcast. My friend, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck with the bets. Stay well. We'll catch up with you next Thursday. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. We'll talk soon. The great Connor Allen. I think, again, even showing restraint there at the end, I could tell maybe wanted to throw a little dig in there to your yeah, boy. Yeah, I know. But says you don't yeah. kick a man when he's down, right? Well, you do. You, no. kick, you kick guys no. when they're down. But he doesn't I, kick a man I, when he's down. I, I relish the opportunity. Oh, yeah. If there's a oh, guy yeah. and he's on the ground, you're kicking him. <laughs> you're and and, and by the way, him. and by the way, that's the only time I'm doing it because I have the advantage right. at that point. That's when the, the nobody only, gets the back only... up. Then you run away. Right. As fast as fast as my legs will take me. Uh, on the other side, you bet to win the cash. Former NFL head coach Herm Edwards joins Nick and Ken. You better you bet. Next. <laughs> 